It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome to the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, I bring you Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam. I'll say as per usual, I bring you. Aaron, oh, you? There we go. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, what's going on, John? Um, uh, it's, it's been a week, man. Uh, this is, now, yeah. now that they, you know, ever since LeBron James, rightfully so, said, Hey, us all stars need, you know, some time off too. Because I mean, he's the perfect example. Him and Jordan, you know, like, hey, you know, we're gonna give all the backups a week off, but you guys have to come out to L.A. wherever to, and and play for a couple days and do all these things we want you to do: skills tournament, entertain, and then go right back into it. Um, it was the right move for them to give you know a couple days off after the all star activities for the best players in the league to get healthy and rest up a little bit as well but my god uh it's like this mini sports abyss at, yes. in mid-february you know because in, uh, in, in in perfect timing it would line up with the first week of march madness but that doesn't quite work but <laughs> yeah it's just it's just wow how about yeah. this week so in 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 related news um if you play beat saber on uh, nice. MetaQuest for two and a half straight hours, and you haven't prepped for that, your shoulders and back are going to hurt. Just yeah. going to let everybody know. Uh, now, there was a uh, back in You got to build up to that. Yeah, back in yeah. December, I had the in- incident where I broke my hand playing uh, the uh, NFL experience game. Legendary. On MetaQuest. Yeah, broke my hand. <laughs> Barely broke my hand, but I broke my hand trying to recover a football. That is a long story for another day. But Visible anyhow, football, was, not, a, not a real football, but recovering. Yeah, virtual football, virtual where you don't football. actually even move. You're just standing still and moving with the toggle switches. But uh, no, I uh, uh, Beat Saber, um, is like I have two. So my hand is now recovered from that break. And now my lower back is completely thrown out from playing Beat Saber for almost two and a half straight hours. That's amazing. It's a it's a good workout, by the way. Beat Saber, no lie, good workout, good upper body workout. No joke, absolutely. All right, especially especially when we put the songs on super fast. Oh, yeah, you can put that. Good high luck, level song. good luck, ladies and gentlemen. All right, turn off the directional buttons though; it makes it funner. <laughs> well, we'll remind you at this point that you can find us on um, all the socials. Uh, you can find us just at Scotty Johnny Pod, and that's for Blue Sky or X or Mastodon, uh, just to get you wherever you are. You can pretty much find us. Uh, you can find me on X at Not So Humble Host, on Mastodon at Scotty Johnny, and also on Blue Sky at JE Barnett. Aaron, where do people find you? You can find me on X Twitter at Cheddar Talk at Cheddar Talk. I will be there ramping it up for the elections this fall. Yeehaw! Woo! All I'm right. Trying to get back Liam least uh, Liam Nissan. So Nissan. <laughs> All right. All right. And with that, we will head into the segment that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. 
and Aaron has led into this. It is not a lot to go on. And it was not a great week. Uh, just uh, normally we're like, thank you for joining us for another wonderful week. Uh, I mean, we had the all-star break, the which won. They I scored guess Dame. like 11 points. Dame was dropping them from 50 feet and won the three point, won the contest. three point, which is a thing. That's the thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's probably the best part of the weekend. Now the three point contest. Yeah. Uh, on top of that though, right before the all-star break, uh, the bucks lost to the Grizzlies. Oh yeah, uh, one one thirteen and I am to to a Grizzlies team of just, I don't even know who they are. I'm just so like this is the worst stretch. So I'm looking. So we got like the last what ten games here. They're three and seven, I think. Oh, this is even more than that. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, three and seven. In their last ten games. Yeah, are we having? Uh, I mean, this is... I know we, we 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 forced ourselves to put on the rose-colored goggles when this all went down with the coaching change. Um, starting to have Griffin regret. Not yeah. gonna lie, because we I think we kind of talked ourselves into this, and then JJ Redick got blasting him yesterday on his first day on the job of replacing him on uh, what is that NBA Network? Did you see that? Uh, he was on, I believe, it was, uh, well, maybe it was NBA Network. He's with Stephen A. Yeah, and they yeah, were both was, just, yeah, they're just like, well, what, what is even the point anymore? He's yeah, been there they, for a couple weeks now. I've not seen changes other than that they've stopped scoring. Right, and, and what's you know, and a lot of people are like, well, you're bitter because he didn't play you. He traded him to the Bucks, I believe. I'm not sure. I forget how the whole thing works out. That's how JJ ended up on the Bucks. But like, how, I mean, like honestly, like Doc Rivers leaves that show to go coach again, and you bring in the next guy who immediately just starts dunking on him, and it's hard not to like. I mean, now all of a sudden, like I said, we put on those rose rose colored goggles, pointed our skis down that triple black diamond, and said, "Here we go, it's going to be great," and then all those things that we thought were going to go wrong are going wrong, and the excuse machine that doc rivers is is really showing you know like it's doc trying to do the well you know it's hard to take over a team mid-season we know that tell us something else this team has been held under 100 points multiple times now in the last right. 10 games that's it's it's beyond uh, this is the worst stretch of basketball i've watched this team play now in the last six years Easily. So I guess so I guess what my question is here <laughs> is you know besides the fact that the owner of the Cleveland Browns who have never done anything right since 19 who've done nothing right. since 1956 um 65 anyways whenever they did that way before Haslam owned the team 62 I believe yeah either way with, yeah. when when Jim Brown when, was playing right. When Jim Brown roamed the NFL gridiron, averaging six yards a carry and earning numerous MVPs. Yeah. Greatest Anyways, running back um, ever. So thank you. Um, I don't. So obviously, Giannis was not happy with Griffin. Hence the writing up plays. Right. Hence obviously. The body, body language. Hence, hence, hence. A lot of different things. Mm hmm. 
and then Giannis also too said after Rivers was hired that he wasn't really consulted. I don't think, right? Do I remember that correctly, or am I misremembering something here? I, I mean, I heard him say that you'd have to think they talked to him some somewhere in there. Well, well you have to. I mean, he's I can't imagine they didn't. Just with the way the NBA goes now, I mean, I can see them. You know, like people were like, "Oh, they didn't consult Rogers." I'm like, I don't care. Uh, also, I wouldn't really care if they didn't ask Giannis. But at the same time, it's just like they're going to because it's the NBA. And a single player is far more important and in the you, NBA and than any other. you can't compare the NBA to the NFL. No, they're coaching. very, it's very different. Two completely coaching. different things. And so so Giannis, if he's on, I mean, are we going to fire Doc now and get another coach? Three coaches in one year? Who's going to want to coach there to... then? Who's the guy who no says, one. I'll be number three on this list of I don't know. Just whatever Dale it is. Dale Swaim. Let's do it. Ron Renicky, you want to coach the basketball? You think uh, can Craig Council come up there, just kind of you know manage a, a bench? Oh God! Just hey, deal uh, with egos. It, just, yeah, just I just I just remember Dale Swaim getting brought up after um, went on to win a World Series with the Royals. Um, oh uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Renicky. It was the other guy. No. Did yeah. I, see his, I can see, see his face. face. Yoast. Yeah, yeah. Yoast, yes. Uh, Yoast. And then uh, up comes. That uh, took us too long. Swayman takes him to the playoffs. Yeah. Anyhow. Back to back to the NBA. It's just. Um, yeah. This, this stretch dumb. is terrible. And we're going to be in so much trouble here because like, it doesn't get easier soon. Uh, they're going to come out of the All-Star break on the 23rd in a couple days here. Yeah. And they're going to play the Timberwolves in Minnesota. They're going to lose that one, too. Good luck, yeah. And, I mean, and the thing is, too, you've got two starters in the NBA All-Star game, one of which who just won the three-point contest and then got the MVP, sending heat checks in from 52 feet out. And you got Giannis, who was Giannis and looked like Giannis the whole game. And you've got – I was told that if you had two – top 75 players of all time on your team you should be able to win some games you know that was the bill of goods bill of goods i was sold yeah this is this like i was saying like it's it's the worst stretch i've watched them play in a long time and that includes the bubble but this is the most disappointing team because they went on got doc rivers mid-season big name to try to save the season he's going to come in and do some stuff they've got immediately worse immediately worse noticeably worse uh they're not they're not doing anything on offense. It is just—it's it, sad well, to whole, watch. The whole this thing whole team. was it was always it always was in in the old days, especially like in 2019. There's no outside shooters, so Giannis they'd set up a wall for Giannis to try and run through because that was their only scoring option. You've got you got, You've got shooters. Dame, you got Dame Dame taking 50 foot heat checks, like I said, and then Malik Beasley was in the three point contest. There's ways to spread this out. You have. The Bucks are... They're not double-teaming everybody. Like, what is going arguably on? Arguably the ta- most talented team in the league. Unless At least one through five, count, yeah. Counted aged LeBron James and Anthony Davis if he's healthy. Mm. You know? So, it, I mean, the and the Celtics are really talented, too. Don't get me wrong. Like, that, I oh, didn't yeah. mean that in hyperbole. I wasn't trying to be... But it could be argued that the Bucks are, you know, especially with Giannis in prime, Dame, end of prime, and good role players around them, Malik Beasley as your third option, you know, and it, it should be better than this. 
Mm-hmm. What oh. the heck? Yeah, no, it's it's just I don't even know how else to explain. It's bad. They're just bad. They're not doing anything particularly well. Uh, when they played Memphis, Memphis shot fifty percent from three, I guess, but still one thirteen to one ten. How are you only scoring one ten? This team averages one twenty two. I think still the the current average for the team is one hundred twenty two a game, right? Uh, one hundred twenty two point zero per game. Uh, in the last ten games now, since this, since this has happened, they've scored 107, 116, 129 against the Mavericks in that big time comeback win where they were down big in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Then 108, 106, 105, 120 against the Hornets at home, uh, 112, then 97, and then 110. Uh, we have only once hit 122, only once. We we haven't crossed 110 most of the time. It's just one of the, 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 and we'll say this, it has to be said, I guess, in all fairness, to be fair, um, fair. yeah, the, uh, the, they've, they're giving up less, less points per game at least, but it doesn't matter because they have dropped in scoring far more than they have gained in their, you know, decreasing points against. And yeah, no, it's just everything about this team is just disappointing at this point, And I don't know what they do to make this work now. Like doc river should have this kind of sorted by now. Uh, he's not even, he's not new. He's had weeks. Uh, like ever since the, they went down the West coast swing, you know, fired their coach after they won 141 to 117 against the Pelicans. Um. <laughs> and it's, it's not like he wasn't, paying attention to the Bucks the whole time. He even admitted during his entrance interview that he'd been watching the team all year and <laughs> been around the building. Yeah. I'm he knew what was that. going on. He knew he was a safety plug if the Griffin thing blew up. So you can't just say, oh, I just, but I mean, that's, that's it too. Like Doc Rivers has always been the excuse machine. Always has been. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it, now it's just happening. It's, it's like the plague coming to town. <laughs> I mean, even even James Harden has has now destroyed the plague coming to town thing out in L.A. He's working in it, and now he's good. You know, now he can't even have that anymore. Now it's just Doc Rivers. He's going to come to your team. He's going to make it worse. He's going to make he's going to make excuses, and you're going to get bounced in the playoffs second round. Prior to Doc Rivers coming to this team, the the Bucks had lost consecutive games on three occasions. They have now matched that. In the 10 games he's been here, including their only three-game losing streak of the entire season. They have not put together three straight wins yet because, you know, there's three and seven and lose two, win one, lose three, win two, win, lose two. And, uh, yeah, I mean, when they lose to the Timberwolves, because they're going to lose to the Timberwolves on the road, uh, that'll be the second three-game losing streak they've had this year. Both of them in the last, at that point, 11 games. Well, I guess... At that point, in the last eight games, because it'll be two three-game losing streaks, sandwiching the two wins over Charlotte and Denver. Hey, John, I'm, I need you. I need yeah. you to reach up over your left shoulder. There, <laughs> there's a belt up there. I need you to pull that across your body and buckle up, because here comes a preposterous question: <laughs> Is Coach Boonhoser available? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Because I don't know that anybody's been looking. Because things go were going him. well when he was here. Yeah, at least once. 
uh, what is he doing? Uh, either way, just bass, it, bass fishing in Georgia, I'm sure. Yeah. And this is this is where we are. Mike yeah. Budenholzer, what was what does it say they're doing here? And wicked was the Wikipedia say? Oh man, a native of Hallbrook, Arizona, attended Pomona oh. College. Okay, so not in Georgia. No, uh, no, he's not doing anything. Yeah, that means he's doing everything he wants to do. He was the youngest of seven children born to Vince and Libby Budenholzer. Uh, so, they're ca- so they're Catholic then. Who knows? He is of <laughs> German descent. Yeah, then he's definitely Catholic. <laughs> German. Because he's German? Yeah, that's uh, German. Sorry, I don't know. It's good, yeah. So that's uh, it. That's, that's what we got with the Bucks here. They're going yeah, go to Minnesota on... And not only that, it's not even going to be worth it on Friday because it's because Minnesota, it's the worst thing in Minnesota with all their sports because they're in Western Conference, mm-hmm. but they're central. You know this, you know, like trying to watch a wild, like all their games start at 9, 9.30 at night. It's, <laughs> so, it sucks. So, you know, uh, so buckle up again for that one uh, for a 9 o'clock start. Um, yeah, I and, and not only that, but I think there might be a perceived chip on the shoulder of Cat for not getting MVP of the game coming off the of the All Star game, coming off the bench and scoring oh. fifty points, including thirty one in one quarter, um, and Dame still getting it. Um, I don't know. I, it's who's to say? I, I hope. I hope this. It's not even the second half. It's like the the, the last third of the season because the All Star game so late. But uh, I, I hope there's some sort of spark or something because the Hornets game. Yeah. That was the backups versus backups. Oh, friend of the show, Pete uh, brought up a really good point to me on. Text okay, message. good. I was going to say when, when Theonis, when Theonis is in the game, that's like a position player being a pitcher. Oh, Thanasis. Okay. Yeah. When Thanasis comes in, that's like having your right fielder pitching, either you're getting blown out or you're blown out. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, that's you're that's... getting blown out or you're blowing them out. Sorry, I said that completely. You're getting blown out or you're blowing them out. Yeah. So I mean that seems that, reasonable. And, and that was that was the Bobcats game. You know, and right. just like Major League Baseball, it happens once in a while. Like just out of oh, nowhere. Yeah. Like the last place team, the worst team in the league up against the best team in the league. Sometimes everything goes wrong in baseball. Well, basketball's got a big schedule too, so does hockey. Sometimes it's just games where it's like Nothing's going right. Someone's hurt. Someone's sick. Everything's gone wrong. That was the Bobcats game. And then the the Nuggets game, which was, should have been a big win, really didn't feel like it because the Nuggets, after just getting, you know, they blitzed them in the first half. We talked about this last week. Blitzed them in the first half. And then the Nuggets just quit. So that's yeah. not even a good they, – they just quit going into the, the All-Star break, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, that was all bad. But you know so, what? I mean, if they can if they can go into Minnesota and look good, even in a loss, I'll be happy about it. Because otherwise, besides that, it's been it's been pretty tragic. So it's far. been rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of another rough Milwaukee loss, Marquette. We talked about the big big game, one versus four. It's going to be a huge. It was an absolute murder. It was just. Um, and UConn took it easy down the stretch because, uh, no. yeah, no, they eighty one fifty three. I didn't see that coming, I guess. But what it almost makes me wonder is, uh, just is anybody in the Big East any good except UConn? 
And I'm saying that knowing that it looks like they're getting their their backsides handed to them tonight by Creighton. Um, maybe it's their you know they're coming back to Earth game after absolutely demolishing Marquette. Uh, Marquette shooting 36 percent from the floor, and that's mm-hmm. what. Uh, was it Kolick? Kolick was shooting great, though. Uh, where'd he go in there? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking... No, no, I'm sorry. That was tonight's game. He was shooting great. Uh, yesterday's game, uh, the, he shoots 2 of 11. 2 of 11 gets you 7 points. Uh, so, yeah, when, when Kolick couldn't get anything going in a game where he wasn't shooting at all, he still, I guess, he only had 3 assists, you know? Like, he didn't get anything going in this game. And then no one else got going, because he didn't... You know, you get those games where it's like, um, I, I can't shoot today, so I'm going to distribute. He's like, I can't shoot today. Oh, it was just dead air. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And just, there we go. Because that's what happened, because he yeah. had three I thought, assists. I thought, I thought you were going to say, I can't shoot today, so I'm just going to keep shooting. Yeah. Two of 11. Um, Iguodara did go seven of 12, and Cam Jones would go six of 12, so that's pretty decent. You have those two guys who, I mean, those are the two top shooters in this team because they, they both had the most shots, 12. Um, but, yeah, they they both were shooting 50-plus percent, and the team still ends up 36% as a whole. Uh, ben Gold, Gold, I mean, Gold gets you zero points. That is, a, that is a definite failure because Gold is only there to shoot because he does not play defense. Does not. Uh, Gold played 20 minutes in that game and went, O of two, both of them three pointers. He's, you, have you ever watched that, um, the dude perfect, the seven footer who only shoots three or whatever, you know, like the tall, like the, they have that whole well, thing. I know, of, dude, I knew, I know dude perfect, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm they not, have uh, one of just the stereotypical pickup basketball guys. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the rage monster. There's, there's the guy who talks about how he could have been in the league. There's the old guy who just constantly makes shots or whatever. And, and then they're like, the super tall guy who only shoots threes, you know, like right. they pass it to him low and then he dribbles way out and shoots three. And they're like, you're like, okay. seven. you're like, you're like six ten. What are you doing? That's, that's <laughs> Ben gold. He's like a seven footer who just shoots threes. Uh, it's, it's like, it's like cat from the Timberwolves. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had three rebounds in 20 minutes and, uh, just, Oh, of two, both of them three pointers. Um, yeah. If he doesn't get you points, in 20 minutes, he's just killing you because he gives up. He's not playing the defense. He's just not doing that. Uh, I'll say this. That UConn team is great. Um, they are mm-hmm. really, really good. But holy cow, did Marquette just take the whole thing. Lay an egg, John. It That's was what bad. Yeah. They'll get some chances to bounce right back because, like we said, not getting a lot else from the rest of this conference. Um, we were feeling kind of better you know like well i should say somewhat better when they beat st john's at home uh mm-hmm. pretty substantially there but then i go and look back to um st john's is a dumpster fire that place is awful right now uh rick patino the elder uh he of all the uh ladies of the night being ordered for the dorms uh whoa we didn't That's... hear that was part of their recruiting violations by the way oh uh, okay. bringing ladies I did not, in i did I did not know that. I thought you were just going deep there. Oh, no, no. That was part of the recruiting violations that were reported at at Louisville. Uh Uh, But anyhow, he is now only complaining at all times about how transfer portals and NIL and and everything is killing his team. His team's just terrible. 
Like he's trying to find a way to blame him on something else. St. John's has not been good for a long now, time. Not only uh, that, but yeah. complaining about NIL and all that. Like sorry, you're in New boy. York. That that's that's why, and not only that, but that's why your counterparts in football are walking away. <laughs> that's why Nick Saban walked away this year. Yeah. If but it's he's, still the old system, Nick Saban would probably be coaching for five more years. But he went, you know what? Someone else can deal with this stuff now. So Yeah. I mean, they got enough boosters you, in not, Alabama. Why, why are you going to complain about it? Why fight it? It's here. It's not going away. Yeah. So. I don't know. So, I mean, like, there's that. But still, at the end of this, like, they're going to play DePaul, Xavier, and Providence at home now. So Marquette's going to win their next three. I mean, there's nothing to be concerned about here particularly. I mean, sometimes maybe you just had that bad game. Uh, they did just take Butler on the road, which was great because, I mean, they did lose to Butler at home, which was not great. Mm-hmm. But they're going to get three straight road games to get themselves healthy again before they go play at Creighton and then bring UConn back in here. You know, So they're going to bring them into Fiserv uh, March 6th, and then we'll see how that goes. But it's just, yeah, not, nothing in this game worked. Just, just nothing at all worked in this game. Uh, the bench gets you... Oh no! I guess the bets got um. Uh, oh, I'm looking at the other. Team. They got them ten points, and that's six points from Ross, four points from Norman. Lowry gives you seven minutes of nothing. One minute from Amadu, uh, to get, not even take a shot. I mean, he didn't have anything. It's just a minute. But Ben Gold giving you twenty minutes that doesn't get you anything, and eighteen minutes from Ross gets you six points. Uh, <laughs> Joplin getting you three points. On, on one of five shooting, just uh, just nothing on this team was working in this game. And you have to believe that in a game like that, normally, Kolek is so competitive that he should have gotten to the point of saying, I'm getting the ball to Joplin. Uh, Joplin's going to have a better day. I mean, she, you know, one of five is not great, but, uh, it, you know, just none of this was working. And it just kind of kept going. And it just, just nothing looked good here. Just UConn came up big, attacked them hard, and then forced them to not not play the game they wanted to play. They wanted mm-hmm. to play a defensive game where they're in it the whole way, and they get a tip ball that they turn into points, and they can do that. But then when they got down early, UConn could just kind of control the ball, take the shots they wanted to take, um, play exactly their system, and, and count on Marquette making mistakes trying to push. Because Marquette has to be, I guess, kind of close so they can push that envelope and really turn that defense into offense quickly. Uh, and when they start chasing the takeaways, they just, you know, it just didn't work. Just didn't work in this game. So better things ahead, but not a great time uh, in this one. So that's hey, all you can hey, really hey, say. Hey, last thought on uh, Marquette. Um, so a couple of weeks ago we had mentioned, I, I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast, but I think we definitely talked about this off podcast, like how – DePaul is in the Big East, right? Downtown they are. Chicago. And I always wondered why. Um, I always wondered. And we were wondering why DePaul and Marquette isn't a bigger rivalry because they're super close, like as opposed yeah. to UConn, Creighton, which is out there in the Plains, Seton Hall, everybody else out east, right? And uh, Butler is just down the road, too. But DePaul's right there, like downtown Chicago, downtown Milwaukee. Why isn't it that great? I was talking to one of my friends that's a big Marquette fan, or went to Marquette, graduated from Marquette, Marquette fan. He's like, well, why would we, DePaul sucks at everything. 
Like, why would we ever be there? <laughs> like, like, I for, he forgot that DePaul was in the Big East when I asked him Ugh. that question at first. And then he was like, oh, yeah, you're talking about DePaul. And I'm like, yeah, DePaul. Because I, uh, I had a two forgotten DePaul's name. And it's like, that's, and John, that's the reason why they're not rivals. Because it's like us. And yeah, they don't it's feel like the pack, It's like Packers-Bears now. The Bears are no longer the rivals of the Packers because they just lose to them all the time. At some point, they should be relegated but, to... Um, the at the same time, leagues, yeah. Or, at the same time, you know, too, though, XFL. like these teams were in Conference USA together. Like they came yeah. over to Big East together. This they've played each other mm-hmm. a lot longer than a lot of these other things. So it just I it is. Know. But I mean, right now the DePaul Demons, Blue Demons, are zero and four in the conference and three and twenty two overall. <laughs> um, and to, to put that into perspective, you even said St. John's, who's not doing well. 0-14, by the way, not 0-4, yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're terrible. They're 6-9 and and in the conference, but they still have an overall winning record on the season at 14-12. and 12. Even Georgetown, who's second to the bottom, they're 1-13 in conference, but still they're 8-17. They're and 17, So they're, that means they're 8-4 they're and they're eight and four outside of the conference. You know, I, and I know that's playing uh, Ma and Pa's pretty good um university out of northern georgia <laughs> but still like george you know georgetown's seven and nine at home give people that i mean depaul sucks <laughs> they're really bad yeah right now they'll get back yeah, yeah this is the thing it's like they've got they got a conference that has new york and chicago in it like mm-hmm. actual in, in city teams and they should be able to do how are they not the, bigger that's my know. only question like even Butler had a run for a while there. How is there's all these New York teams, and I, I mean, there's no what. What are the other colleges pulling talent from Chicago except everybody in the nation? I, I already answered my question, but like, <laughs> like, how is there a team in Chicago that somehow is not getting the Chicago talent? Well, it's like Mar- Marquette's pulling it. Yeah, well, think about this too. It's like the Big East is you know with with Villanova and. Uh, Xavier, and then you say St. John's and DePaul. That's well, it's Philadelphia, Cincinnati, New York, Chicago, and all of those talent guys are, are going to you know, um, I guess they're heading to Maryland, and you know, uh, I guess you know, I'm not sure that anyone's going to Rutgers particularly, but. These are Big Ten teams. I mean, like, you can get the opportunity to go play for those Big Ten schools. They've been doing it, more or less. Not that Big Ten's good this year. Uh, this is – I don't even know what conferences look good right now. None of them I mean, look big, particularly big, good. Big, big East took a big dump for a while there. But, I mean, with the return of UConn, like, they're one of the better conferences again. You know, Well, they're, big, they're very shallow. There are three big, teams that are anything right now, and it's Marquette, uh, UConn, and Creighton. And everyone else is kind of crap. Right at this instant, right now, but I'm just saying, like over the last, like yeah, since 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 it really dove off. Um, yes, no, you're right. ACC, they were very good last ACC, year. Yeah, and the ACC was attacking them, you know, like and Villanova them. was winning when they when they went over right. to the I mean, new Big East. The, the big the Big East is back, sort of, right? Like sort of at just, least they're at least just they're a down worth. year for a lot of places. Yeah. Like the Big Ten is garbage right now because Purdue is that team and they're number three, but they sometimes <laughs> lose to. You know, some of these other schools, Wisconsin's kind of middling. They're going to hang in there and get into the tournament this year. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't are know they, what they are. Are we going to talk about the next? Well, let's talk about the next. 
We'll say this because, I mean, like, they're right now in fourth in the Big Ten. I mean, and, and Illinois looks good this year. Not great, but good. Uh, but Wisconsin was number 20, and then they go to Carver-Hawkeye. We said never an easy time, Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Uh, they actually go all the way to overtime and lose 10-8 to in the overtime, which means they lose 88-86. Um, I mean, that's a rough loss to a team that is... Quite honestly, you talk about Marquette and Wisconsin as a big rivalry. Iowa is the much better rival for Wisconsin. And in all honesty, I think most Wisconsin fans think that way too because they're right there and they are a lot like you. They're going to play defense and shoot threes. They're going to find some weird tall guy who does almost nothing but then randomly shoots three three three-pointers. And you're like, oh, what? Um I mean, Crowell comes out here, gets you 20 points, 22 points, actually, this game. He's 11 of 13. He played a heck of a game. Uh, Wisconsin got out early. Then Iowa got up big a little later, and then they fought their way to a tie. And just, yeah, it's just a, a tightly contested game. Iowa right now uh, is 8-8 eight and eight in the conference, 16-11 and 11 overall. They got a chance. They're right behind Nebraska, who's 8-7, and seven, and Michigan State, who's 9-7, and seven, hanging around. Uh, a team that got swept by the Badgers, by the way, uh, Michigan State, uh, 9-7, and seven, uh, with Wisconsin now 9-6 and six in the conference, three games back at Purdue, a team they almost beat, uh, but, you know, behind Northwestern, who they lost to, and slightly ahead of Nebraska, who they lost to, and Iowa, who they split with, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's weird who they are week to week, which is especially strange given that they have two super senior-type uh really tall like their forwards are you know crawl and um tyler wall the crawl and wall show uh the amount of talent they have there and the amount of game experience those two have this should be a way better team but we didn't have expectations for this team at all coming into the year because those guys had not spent the last two years being particularly uh interesting or you know making anything happen but at least the badgers then today uh bounce back almost gave up this game it almost turned to the iowa game where badgers get up big all right they're up 37 29 at half right like they're up eight points uh feeling good about themselves and then they let maryland come back i mean maryland's not nobody uh they're they got they're kind of you know you're just talking about like the team that's got the winning record even if the slightly losing record in conference uh 14 and 13 now so they walked themselves back, and towards the end, like they had to kind of fight their way through. They, they, the Badgers need to make their free throws down the stretch here. This game was ending as we were talking here, so I've been kind of paying attention. Uh, needed to make their free throws down the stretch. Maryland's using their fouls, trying to work their way back in. Um, but, you know, Klesmit hitting some good ones down the stretch. Uh, big, big plays there from him to, to keep them just slightly ahead. And that's, that's kind of the difference in this one here. So they... They both score sharply down the stretch. It's kind of an amazing graph if you go look at it. Like the last minute 30, both teams just poured on from a game that was uh, 56 to 60 with a minute 30 left. They, you know, it ends up both teams scoring like 10 points, no, 14 points all the way down the stretch here. So, uh, yeah, 14 points like each in the last minute 30. So, Rough game, but at least you know they bounce back. They find a way to win that one and and get themselves uh, up to you know eighteen wins, 
And you say, like, this Badgers team under Bo Ryan, the big one, is that they're a team that always won 20 somehow. They always found a way to get that done. So they're still very much in that hunt. They're going to have uh, Indiana. They're going to have to go down to Bloomington uh, to play Indiana coming up here. And Indiana has not been, you know, not been a traditional Indiana team. They're just 6-8 uh, and eight in the conference and 14-11 and 11 overall. But still, when you're this Wisconsin team going on the road, you can't feel like, you know, there's any easy ones. And then, you know, if you want to get the 20 wins, you got to beat Indiana and you got to beat Rutgers uh, May 7th because the other games are Illinois is coming in to the Kohl Center. And then you're going to go have Purdue uh, in West Lafayette right after that. And that's how you end your season is number three, Purdue on the road. Number 12, Illinois coming in on March 2nd. So uh, next Saturday, not this coming Saturday, but uh, the one after that. So, a couple chances here. I think there's, I think, obviously, Marquette's getting in, uh, and I think they're going to kind of walk their way down the stretch here. They've got some some better games. Um, they got a bunch left. Actually, they got, I mean, Wisconsin just got four left, and they got to split them to get the 20 wins. Um, Marquette's got DePaul at home, Xavier at home, Providence at home, like we talked about. Then they go to Creighton, and they then they welcome UConn in to Fiserv, and will end the season uh, in Cincinnati against Xavier uh, before they head off to the uh, Big East Conference Championship Tournament. Uh, so, yeah, Wisconsin now, though, with the falling all the way to fourth, that, that's going to affect their ability to have that um, the couple buys that they had. Oh, I think, sorry, with the win, they actually bounced slightly up half game above Northwestern into third. But you want to be in that top four. All right, so they got to stay. They're a full game ahead of Michigan State now, and I would imagine that you know, with the two wins over Michigan State, they have a tiebreaker. But you got to stay ahead of them and uh, Nebraska, who's right behind them, and then Iowa behind there. So a little bit of a stretch here to try to see if they can get themselves in a position to have a good finish in the tournaments before they head off to the NCAA's. But uh, you know, you feel at least decently well about these teams here. So. Any other thoughts on the college basketball here, Aaron? Hey, do you know who uh, is DePaul's most uh, famous uh, basketball star? I don't. I will give you a hint. He has a drill named after him. Uh, Milwaukee. Wait, no. <laughs> Mikan, George Mikan. Oh, okay. Ed Campion. There we go. Yeah, there's George yeah. Mikan. Yeah. Um, Consensus first team, three years, 44, 45, 46. Mm-hmm. Ed Mike and, in at 48. And, DePaul, and their coach at the time, Ray Meyer, is also in the NBA Hall of Fame. He he took In the early 80s, they were the number one seed three times. So DePaul has not been good since, like, the 90s. And they were really good for about 40 years without winning one. They won an NIT. So I just thought I'd look up DePaul. There we go. We yeah, DePaul in Chicago. We don't even have to look because we know that that's where it is. So. <laughs> uh, the only other couple things we'll say here: uh, Bad or Packers made a couple hires. They bring in um, uh, Greg Williams, the uh, inside linebacker coach, formerly of the Rams. He's coming in, and uh, Rob Calabrese will be an offensive assistant, uh, rounding out the staff. Packers also hired a new strength and conditioning coach, stolen from the 49ers. Aaron Hill. 
I'll take it. Those yeah. 49, those 49ers are they kept they kept, they kept uh, Christian McCaffrey upright for almost all the games this year. So <laughs> that's true, and that's not a thing he normally I mean, does. That, that's that's a thing of beauty right there. If you can pull that off, like uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with that one. So I mean, if there's if yeah. there's anything that's been a, a knock on the Packers, I mean, you you always stick up for the doctors, but it's like it seems like there has been a tendency for injury. Yeah, there's a difference between their ability to treat them once they're injured. And the ability to prevent them from getting prevent injured. Them. Yeah, yeah, you've, yeah, yes, ex- nailed it. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other news we have is that Gary Sanchez finally will be a Brewer. Oh, uh, looks like they, like so they had reached a deal, like was it like two weeks ago? It seems almost uh, seven million dollars. Uh, but he had some problems on his physical, apparently with his wrist uh, that they found in the, the physical. Uh, so now they're expecting that apparently the new deal will have a lower base salary that will then have a bunch of incentives that allow him to make $7 million if he gets, if he stays healthy, this is a lot of talk. And it, if you've been following it, you know, we haven't talked about it cause we've had other things to get through here, but we're not going to have anything to talk about much this week. Uh, but the fact that there's a brewer story about getting a backup catcher that has taken this long to finalize uh, yeah, about two weeks. It's just a one-year deal because they got some guys in the minors that they're looking at bringing up in a year or two, uh, but they, they want to get through this year with a guy who can be behind. I mean, he's a backup catcher. He's your backup. He's not going to start this year because, uh, <laughs> you know, we've already got found a, we've got he was silver slugger catcher this year, right? So, I mean, like, we don't have to have that, but it's, it's good to have a backup catcher. Somebody can come and get you all those other things. This is a guy who's been around a lot. Is you know he's been in the league for a while, so he's going to come in and not, not harm you. You know he can still hit. He can come in and, and catch a good game. And the the Brewers have relied very much on having catchers who can call a good game. And it's something that they, you know, they've done a good job of training those types of catchers too. Not just calling, but also. Um, keeping the ball in front of them, preventing the extra bases. So especially with how the Brewers play, that's a massively important part of what they do. So we finally have that story reach its, uh, reach its conclusion at some point here. Mm. I guess I guess the real question here is I've been on mute. I tried to talk like three times. I forgot I was on mute. Um, <laughs> just just reminded me. I was going to interject a couple times. You're like This guy so, won't when, stop when, talking. When you said something about a new deal, I was like, it'll bring social security to everybody in America. Um, it's just for, you know, well just done. for the Roosevelt joke. History um, joke, yeah. Yeah, there it is. We're nothing yeah, if not topical, everybody. Like, John didn't hear me say that. What's going on here? He's just... Oh, he's just yeah. <laughs> well, I had to crack a beer. I didn't want the cracking sound on the air. Jim Wider would make fun of me. I'm on um, a beer. Yeah, how about another beer? Um, <laughs> good, now I lost what I was going to say. That's um, all right. Yeah, so chances of Churio uh, starting the season on the uh, active Major League roster. Are we going to put him in the minors yet again for an entire year, John? We'll have to find out, I guess. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. So send him, send him back down. Just keep that talent down in the minors. <laughs> All right, everybody. We are going to finish up this uh, show here, and we're going to roll through yes. everything else in a segment that we lovingly call Our Last Call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. 
All right. We're going to start off with wrestling because we are, like are, to. Are we really? Hey, John, oh, did I tell you? Did I, I told you during the pregame we're going to actually have a real wrestling guy for next year when the wrestling season starts that will actually yes. come on to our podcast and actually have real insight into amateur wrestling and college wrestling. Well, she, yeah, that'll be fantastic because now it's just I'm counting on my cousin, not actually a cousin, Eric, uh, to get me some good uh, – good news here but this has been some uh some rough weeks for the badgers and it'll be another rough week this week i'm just letting everybody know uh get yourselves ready because yeah the badgers went to the twin cities to take on number 11 minnesota and they lost 12 to 28 uh and then they took on number three iowa uh that one also i'll let you know went badly they lose 34 to 7 uh don't worry, though, because coming up soon will be the University of Northern Iowa, the number 16th ranked team in the country. And, uh, and that's a huge awesome online school. Yeah. Isn't that like Northern New Hampshire or whatever? Um, no, Northern Iowa, is, oh, Northern Iowa is a huge online school. I didn't know they that. Were the, they were right there with Phoenix and everything. And like one of the better ones that was like more credit. Don't you mean Upper Iowa? Oh, that's Upper, upper Iowa. Upper Iowa. Yes. Dang. Shot down. I uh, know. All right. So they lose. Wisconsin loses 34-7 to Iowa. The only wins are Dean Hamidi. Number five, Dean Hamidi beats number seven, Mike Caliendo, uh, in a 14-11 to decision. That must have been amazing. I didn't get I mean, to watch this one. That's how, crazy. How many, how many voices did he use during that time? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> if you get uh, the Caliendo joke, if you don't, you're a loser. Uh, number three, Eric Barnett gets the win by major decision, which is why it's seven and not six. Uh, he gets an eight nothing win over Joey Cruz, and that's as good as it got. Those are the only wins. That's it. Uh, Wisconsin then against uh, Minnesota earlier. Eric Barnett actually lost to number number eleven, uh, Patrick McKee at one twenty five in this one uh, by fall, by fall at uh, four forty seven. Uh, the only wins in this one, uh, Joseph Zargo gets a major decision, thirteen to five at uh, at one forty nine. Dean Hamidi again getting the big win. Uh, he takes down thirty second ranked Blaine Brenner on a tech fall at uh, five minutes twenty to three. Jeez, and uh, Max Maylor, number twelve at one seventy four, he gets the win over thirty first ranked Andrew Sparks and. Everybody else lost either by tech fall decision or major decision. Uh, the only fall was Eric Barnett. So rough week uh, going into the getting in the conference finals coming up soon. Like I said, Wisconsin has Northern Iowa, but then they will play. Uh, they, they will go to the meet, the final meet, the conference meet before going off to nationals with whoever qualifies. Right now in D3, though, Wisconsin looking very good. Uh, UW-Lacrosse ranked number three right now. UW-Eau Claire ranked number six. UW-Whitewater ranked 11th. Uh, and so, I mean, that is three teams in that top 11 to keep them in uh, all those D3 rankings there. So that's good. Tough week for Wisconsin. Again, the University of Wisconsin uh, had a chance to kind of pull in here with uh, uh, some games in men's hockey against Ohio State, who is not good at hockey right now. They are low, like bottom end of the Big Ten. And turns out uh, Wisconsin went in there and lost both nights. They get an overtime loss uh, the first night. They do get goals from uh, Jack Horback and then 
Ben Brux or Dexheimer, pardon me, Ben Dexheimer. I was going to make a Ben Brust for some reason. Ben Dexheimer unassisted uh, gets the goal, makes it two to one Wisconsin. Uh, Stephen Halliday comes in and gets the uh, the tying goal, and make it two to at eighteen twenty one mark in the third. There's like a minute and a half left, and Ohio State ties it up and then gets a goal from Davis Burnside in overtime to give them the win on Saturday. Uh, then they fall in just regulation. They get one power play goal from David uh, Sly from Cruz Lucius and Matthew de Saint Fal. That made it one to two, but then they get another second period goal from Joe Dunlap, uh, and Ohio State gets the three to one win. Wisconsin dropping to number six right now in the uh, men's hockey polls right now among D1 uh, programs. Uh, coming out this week, Wisconsin actually this last week, Wisconsin women had a, a a very good weekend. They played number five, Minnesota. All right. They get them at home, so they were playing at Laban. They win the first night, four to three. Uh, I believe they took it to overtime on that one. I guess not. But they, they, they had to fight back and win that one. They were down and came back to win this game. Um, so they, well, they were down one nothing. Then they, they got two goals. Uh, Laney Potter and Marianne Picard get goals to get them up two nothing or two to one. Uh, Minnesota scored another goal to tie it up. Britta Curl gets the goal to put them up three two. Minnesota battles back with a power play goal. Josephine Bouvang. Uh, and then in overtime, uh, 152 in, Layla Edwards gets the goal to give Wisconsin the 4-3 win. Uh, and then they came back the very next night and get a 4 nothing win. So they're going to have one series left. They're going to play at home at Laban, And this is going to be a heck of one to watch because it will be number two Wisconsin against number one Ohio State a rematch of the championship games from last year. Uh, the top two teams in women's hockey, uh, and and right now, the Ohio State, they already have the uh, WCHA championship regular season locked up. They've already won that, so this is still going to be a very big game. Uh, teams testing themselves out here because this is, this is still important to them. These teams, they don't get along. Uh, Wisconsin men will go and play Penn State this next week so that's what they have coming up and this is one where they're going to have to bounce back because uh, you can't have that kind of loss uh, against Ohio State Penn State another unranked team Badgers are going to have to figure something out here so that is where we are with that in terms of men's hockey uh, right now we still have uh, Stevens Point finish the season the uh, WIAC champions St. Norbert sneaks into the top 10 right now. They're number 10 at uh, 20 and 6 on the year. Uh, on, and they're going to head in now. We're going to start moving the conference championship play for D3 men's hockey. Uh, WIC championship game will have Stevens Point as the one seed. We'll have to play whoever wins the play into that point and then one more after that. So their series will be this coming weekend, I think, most likely against River Falls. Uh, St. Norbert will start the NCHA tournament this weekend. Uh, uh, men's ice hockey this last week we had uh, we had uh, River Falls taking on Superior they sweep them three to two and one nothing uh, Stout sweeps Northland four one and seven nothing women's hockey the biggest one of course is that UW Eau Claire and UW River Falls faced off again this time in Eau Claire and River Falls wins four to one 
So that means that they're going to have just these two games left against Stevens Point on their way to a possible undefeated regular season. Still 25 and 0 right now. Uh, they they are receiving every single first place vote. Remain number one. Uh, the number two team, Plattsburgh, actually dropped. They lost this week. They dropped to number four. So it's River Falls, Gustavus, Amherst, Plattsburgh, Adrian, and then Eau Claire at number six. Even though they lost to the number one ranked undefeated team, they did not fall in the polls this week. Um, so River Falls will play point. Eau Claire will play <laughs> UW Superior, and that will be the end of that season for women's hockey. And... Other things, just kind of looking around. D3 Hoops, we've had some some good uh, lineups here, but uh, not a great time for D3 Hoops in Wisconsin right now, apparently. Uh, right now, Platteville is ranked 12th. They are the regular season conference champs, and Oshkosh ranked 23rd. That is it. That is, that is it. We do have uh, St. Norbert is also receiving votes. They dropped out of the top uh, 25. They were 22nd. Lacrosse was 23rd. Both of them drop out of the top 25, though still receiving votes. But that's where we are for men's basketball. And I've talked about men's wrestling scores already, so I've kind of hit most of our college, uh, other you know, at the Olympic-level sports, whatever you want to call them. But that's about all I've got. So, Aaron, did you have anything else to well, add? Well, this we're week? at the end here, and I'm going to bring up something that we used to do all the time, like know your other university. So Upper yes. Iowa University, uh, <laughs> based in Fayette, uh, uh, Iowa, which is Fayette. about about an hour northwest of the Field of Dream, Field oh, of Dream yeah. Field. So it's kind of in the eastern coolies, the coolies that are mostly Wisconsin, some of northwest Illinois, um, southeast Minnesota and uh, so um oh what's the uh, Luther College is down oh there. yeah That's yeah Luther too is Luther College beautiful campus love it so uh it's a, a private university it founded in 1857 um uh, med, uh, uh, Methodist based um oh really so, yeah Methodist based university uh also uh, an online university for a lot uh, not real well known for a lot of things except for the fact that uh, Colonel David B. Henderson was uh, 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 the first speaker of the U U.S. House of Representatives from west of the Mississippi in 1861. <laughs> so that's that's kind of a big deal because, I mean, the United States was completely uh, dominated by the East Coast before that. And so uh, and, and they belong to this is this is what I this is what I found was most exciting about this they belong to the great lakes valley conference john have you ever they're in d2 for sports okay uh, great lakes valley conference so when i say great lakes valley conference just name like a couple towns that you think would be in that in the great lakes valley um great lakes valley conference yeah Ooh, like marinette like, they, uh what, no. <laughs> green bay so, superior uh duluth view you are completely incorrect i know i'm sure uh, so, i am so the the only town that's even near a Great Lake is uh, University of. Uh, hold on a second, I gotta scroll down here because <laughs> uh, I can see the map. So uh, the only one is from. Uh, sorry, this is great. This is great podcasting yeah. right here. Clips Luke's University in Romeoville, Illinois. 
is the only <laughs> one. The next, clo- the next closest to any lake is either, and it seems equidistant, uh, University of Indianapolis or said Upper Iowa University in Northern Iowa. Otherwise, all the other teams in the conference are in southwestern Illinois or Missouri. Huh. Okay. And that's called the Great Lake Valley Conference. Okay. Uh, I, I should add this. I guess St. Norbert actually has already started at the NCHA playoffs. They're in the uh, semifinals. And so they will be playing Trine this week at home. And the winner of that will play the winner of Adrian versus Aurora. And so it'll probably be St. Norbert versus Adrian because right now Adrian is the number three ranked team in men's hockey. And married to Rocky. Yeah. Um, hey, so, John, real quick. Yeah. Off the top of your head, where's Trine University? That's in Indiana somewhere. Shoot. There you go. You got it. Yeah. Angola. I, Angola. That's right. Yeah. yeah Adrian's yeah. in Adrian, yeah. Michigan. I remember that. They're like the Bulldogs, I think. This is like old abyss talk. Remember, we used to do this yes. for like half an hour at a time. So like bad. Looking up random colleges around the country. Yeah. Transylvania University is still my favorite because they're transy. Transy. Yeah. And they're, they're like the Highlanders and their logo is a bat. <laughs> Because why not? Yeah, and people uh, and people hate them in Bud Light. Um, <laughs> and now, so the Great Lake Valley Conference is literally Indiana, Illinois, and Missouri. Missouri is 500 miles away from a Great Lake at any point. Their lakes are only good at best. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, don't know. Lake of the Ozarks is pretty cool. It's I good. Mean, like if, if it's you're not Hale, great. Billy Redneck, they're like spinning around on a uh, jet ski all day and yeah, yeah. beating your wife. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, no. You can edit that one, John. Jeez. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, let's let's, let's get out of here on on that note. And uh, we'd like to thank you again for joining us for another, I guess, week of Wisconsin sports. (laughs) Hopefully next week will look better. This is our best podcaster when nothing's happening. Yeah. I I swear to God. Hopefully next week will be better. And uh, we'll we'll hopefully have better news to give everybody next week. The sports. You and I are fine. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, why doesn't everybody else come up to our level? (laughs) All right, thank you again. Uh, Whether you are in Wisconsin, across the United States, or around the world, we love having you with us every week. Thank you again for for joining us. It's, It's a great time that we have bringing all of this to you. And please remember that whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.